Huh? What's going on? What's going on? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Here we go. Um, what's good? It's your voice, Wetface Poppy. Oh, and Miss Nita. <laughs> Don't mind us. Don't mind us, yo. We're getting right back into it, man. It's the Henny Hooker Chronicles podcast. We're back with another show for you guys. Um, we've been chopping it up for a little bit as we set this hook and get these drinks popping. Um, Miss Love, what's going on? How you feeling over there? I'm feeling good. You feeling, you feeling good? You feeling good? Um, most of America is either feeling great or they really, really annoyed with somebody because yesterday was Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> the day of love. The day of I got to spend all this extra money and get the same pussy I've been getting for, the, for a long time. <laughs> the day I've been single all year long, but today I'm in a relationship. I'm in a relationship today. Nothing else matters. Yep, I'm booed up, bayed down. Right now, no. all that these motherfuckers is not sure. The funniest shit for me is Valentine's days, birthdays, Christmas, and New Year's Eve. Motherfuckers <laughs> you never knew was in a relationship got Pop whole up. boyfriends no. and girlfriends. No. They taking pictures <laughs> with feet, arms, legs. You know, motherfuckers got on pajamas and shorts, so you know they spent the night. I didn't even know <laughs> most of these guys on my Instagram had girlfriends. I was like, what? Oh yeah. Where was you hiding? Hide? hide a whole body. The whole mm-hmm. thing. Like, damn, son, how long y'all been? Oh, we've been right. out for a year and a half. Word? Right. Damn. I had no idea that it was that serious. Any. I, be, I get confused because I'm like, you know, you're in my inbox and you're saying, oh, I just want to make your life marvelous and I want to do this. And next thing I know, I'm like, yo, son, what happened? <laughs> like, <laughs> what happened? You got a whole girlfriend, my God. The love of your life. <laughs> That shit is hilarious to me. That was hilarious to me. So I'm gonna ask you, you know, did you did you have a Valentine's yesterday? My kids. Oh, oh. <laughs> my kids. I can dig it. You post, you know, my number one boyfriend posts all your kids and stuff. I understand. I understand. I, 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 yeah, I'm that mom. Yeah. I'm that single mother. See, listen, I don't celebrate Valentine's Day. Okay, I'm gonna give y'all my stickler on Valentine's Day. I personally hate the fucking days. Man, oh man, it's just done to stimulate cells. It's terrible, okay? I do not feel like I have to have a designated day to show you how much I love and appreciate your ass if I'm doing stuff for you all the time. Now, granted, I don't think that men, <laughs> I don't think that myself is one who's going to every single day step out my way to make you feel special and appreciated by flowering you with gifts and all this other kind of shit. But you're going to know I appreciate you because of the things that I'm doing on a daily basis. True, true, true. You know, so that's my that's my spirit. I used I, to be all about Valentine's Day, but then I got a little bitter. <laughs> got a little bitter. Because <laughs> I, oh my goodness. I used to want to wear red for Valentine's Day, and I I stopped myself from sending all my kids to school with red clothing on. So <laughs> I'm maturing. You're 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 getting better with this this anti Valentine's Day mm-hmm. thing. Now I think I, it's tough for me because I am single, and it just makes it easier for me to not celebrate the day. Um, Same. But when I was in relationships, it's like. <sighs> People know that I'm not with the shit. Like, all my exes is like, I really don't mm-hmm. give a fuck about celebrating this day. I intentionally do shit on the 15th. Not side whole day. The side whole day. I'm going to do shit. To put, you know what? I'm not doing shit that day. I'm going to wait till the weekend to do something. I'm not fucking. I hate that day. In particular, I can't get it. It's like, I, it's, it's, it's a thorn in my side. Because motherfuckers all around the world buying flowers, teddy bears, chocolate. Doing all types of expensive ass I think dates. it's cute though. I, I, 
It's very cute. I'm a sucker for love. It is beyond cute. It's the cutest shit you've ever seen. I just don't feel like I should be forced to do it <laughs> when I do this shit all the time. Yeah. Or often enough. Again, often enough. If you doing something for your girl a couple times throughout the month, once a month, twice a month, three times a month, stuff like that, who the fuck cares about the 14th? Yet. You know what? I feel like it's a tool now to flex on the gram. I've seen so many people flexing for the gram, and I'm just like, you bought yourself that, sus. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> Your secret is safe with me. <laughs> you you, you really didn't get that. Someone, mm. you went and you bought that shit yourself so you could take pictures of your fake bae and shit like that. You, your hem, oh, your hem is very special. Your hem is, <laughs> is Chase Bank and Wells Fargo. But you know what? I want to be those type of people. Like, I'm going to just randomly send myself flowers and stuff. <laughs> Look what Bay did. I'm Bay. That's crazy as hell. But that's some real shit. It's like me. I'm, I just personally, I'm not. I'm not for the day. It, it annoys me. Now, being I, being on the gram yesterday, I was on it lightly because I get tired. It made of me want shit. a boyfriend. It makes people want to be in relationships. Like you have some cute shit. You look at all your celebrities that's mm-hmm. in relationships. You know, Camelo uh, Anthony and Lala. They back together. Um, you look at all the happy relationships and stuff like that, and it's like, yeah, that's everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody get all sentimental about the day and shit like that. My Scrooge, Mister Grinch, <laughs> small hearted ass is like, man, if you don't get the fuck off my timeline with this bullshit. But it does kind of make it kind of makes you sit back and go, you know. I really wanted a boyfriend yesterday. <laughs> I mean, I woke up this morning like, thank God I don't got one right now. But you know, because it's side whole day today. <laughs> it's definitely side whole day. If you can't see your man today, you know why he with his side hoe. Listen. He's with the love of his life today. <laughs> Listen. Side hoes get a lot of love out here in these streets. They you know do. What I'm saying? Halloween chocolate. Um, and chocolate is 50% off today. It's super cheap these days. You know what I'm saying? You get a whole 12 dozen roses and shit like that for like $7. It's cheap out here in these streets today. Today. So you better make that shit work today. Um, being single and stuff like that on a day such as Valentine's Day and stuff like that. You you really get cut a break because it's like you ain't really got to dig in your pockets. Not if you're a parent. Not if you're a parent because these schools be asking for too much. Right. What the fuck is wrong with them? I waited until last minute to get my son those little exchange cards. They were sold out at Family Dollar and CVS. I was so mad. I had to buy these expensive ass chocolates for all these kids that he don't even like. Exactly. I got four kids. You got three kids. This is a kid unite over here and everybody got to send their kid to school with some shit. For real. How many kids in your class? 21? Get the fuck out of here. I got to send shit for everybody. everybody. The small kids was the worst. 30 cupcakes and shit for one section. 22 cupcakes for the other section. Y'all motherfuckers asking for too much, okay? Parents mm-hmm. ain't got time for this shit. And then I'm extra as hell, so I had to get them cupcakes and a box of chocolate and stuff. Because, you know, I want my kids to know they worth and stuff. My sons as well. Guys could get spoiled on Valentine's Day. Listen, that's I think that's probably why I'm so anti-Valentine's Day. Because men gotta go all out their way to show women how much they I, love I feel and appreciate like that is just them. So booty. And then we get the same pussy we've been getting. I just don't get it. You give me pussy for <laughs> Valentine's Day. You gotta give up that butthole for Valentine's Day. Yeah, give up that butthole for Valentine's Day because <laughs> I'm tired of the same shit. My my birthday, Christmas, Father's Day, all major holidays for men. It's like, what did you get me? Oh, I got you this time. I'm gonna give you some pussy. Oh, I got you some house shoes. I'm gonna give you some pussy. Um, I feel like if you're doing that, you gotta you gotta give the pussy up in a weird, <laughs> freaky type way. Like you gotta just do some tricks, like something that you never did before. 
Because the same I got that pussy three nights ago, two nights ago. Bring another woman in. I'm gosh, man. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you like like Chris Rock said, if you bring a woman in today, you gotta bring a woman in every day. <laughs> we gonna get some bunk bags in this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, we gonna we gonna be a team now, y'all sister wives, because I'm with the shit. You can't introduce no freaky shit like that to me and then be like, oh, and that was it. Now I gotta wait 19 more months before I possibly can get it again. This you don't stress me out like this. Oh my god, can't show me a good time and then be like, oh, that's it. The fuck, this ain't a roller coaster. I want to keep riding the rides. For real. Go to mom. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> I would I would love that. Same. I, I have this conversation with a lot of people. Everyone is shocked whatever I say. I've never had a threesome. Really? Yes. See the same look you just gave me? That's the one I get from everybody. Niggas like, you? Mr. Nasty Thoughts? Women don't share me. It doesn't happen. You know why? It, it, I've heard. Give me your reason. <laughs> because it's good. It's, that's a compliment to you. Because if I feel like I'm bringing another woman in, it's because like I, I need something extra. That's just me. Like if I don't want to, I can't share good dick. This is bullshit. I get jealous. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. Okay, I she can't jealous. share it. I've been told all types of shit. It's good. You're the husband type. Um, you're very passionate and intimate and I just don't want to see that with other people. I don't want to hear that shit. I'm just trying to be down with the menage trios like everybody else. Oh, you know else. what? It could be too. You could be running into a lot of females that are freaky and talk a good game and then they're just like, nah, I'm not really about to do this. Let me- I've, <laughs> I've been with women that are all out bisexual, all out like, <laughs> and I can never get the trios, ever. But Valentine's Day, even if I'm not in a relationship next year, can I get the trios? I'm going to start a push on like February 9th to see if I can get the trios for my for Valentine's Day because this is bullshit. What's weird is a lot of couples like ask me to join them and I'm just like, uh I take it as a compliment now because I'm like, damn, boyfriend <laughs> and girlfriend want me. What's good? But nah, I'm not interested. Usually I end up liking one of the per- persons. Like I'll like the guy. I'm like, oh, he's cute. But then the girl look crazy. And then mm. I like the girl and then the guy looking crazy. So yeah. This is bullshit. Bullshit. This is bullshit. I feel some type of way. <laughs> Everybody get the trios but me. So, I mean, I don't know how I feel about this. I might get overly excited now. Like, oh shit, I'm getting all of this? Damn. I'll be ready. I'll be taking all types of pills and every goddamn thing. I'll be in this pussy as long as I possibly can because it might not ever happen again. This is bullshit. Someone said it might be because of insecurities. And it it, it, it is. It, well, I don't want to say it is, but it can't fall down to that because of a woman feel like, oh, He's enjoying her more than me. Yeah. Or he's giving her more dick time than me. And it's For real. like And you can't do it with no dog ass nigga. Cause that you'll introduce <laughs> a boy to another girl, and next thing you know, he left you for this other girl. Damn. So ladies, if you're out there searching, just get somebody that's just not on your level. <laughs> two inches down. Like, okay. I've been told that. When it comes down to those type of things, you always let the woman pick the girl. Yeah, you have to. You can't walk up to your girl like, yo, I found somebody that we could get this. Because then she's going to feel like, nigga, you cheating on me? You trying mm-hmm. to what you doing? I ain't yep. got time for that. I don't got time for that. Let the girl pick the girl. Exactly. I've been invited to maybe four menages that never happened. Girls don't, like, yo, so you say I was coming over this day. Like, what's good? They don't answer the phone. Man, y'all stressing Dang. me out. I just knew I'll I was going to be, gonna so be mad. getting tag team. Oh, ladies, don't do a threesome if you're not into it, though, because you're going to be in a corner somewhere like, I don't need pussy. And then it's just like, ugh. 
Sus, what are you doing to yourself? If you're not into it, don't do it. I think the number one threesome rule should be like no holes barred. Like just go for it. Yeah, yeah. Ain't yeah. nobody got time for you be looking at her and her looking at you. Like I ain't put my face on there. I've been imagining yeah. hitting this shit from the back while she eating pussy all week. And now you telling me that no one's going to put their face down there. I'm the only mm-hmm. one eating pussy today. There's two pussies in the room and I got to eat both. I'm hungry, but not that hungry. This is bullshit. I don't want to stress myself out in my in my tongue and jawline. It might get tight, which it and never seriously, it though. never does. I got super muscle like right here. Touch the shit. What the fuck? <laughs> Why is it so strong? <laughs> Yo, I, can't. I, I listen. <laughs> I've been eating. Just I know this conversation just went left. It's crazy. I've been eating pussy for a really long time. So because I've been eating pussy for a really long time, you know this whole and this is bullshit. They're like, oh, eat pussy, make you face hair grow. It's a lie. Okay, this shit don't work like that. She's touching her muscles right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's it's just, <sighs> ladies, don't give your man the same pussy for Valentine's Day because his birthday in like three weeks and you're gonna be trying for to bring the same. Like, step it up. For real, give him some whatever. Uh, let's let's do this real quick. What is some honestly outside of pussy or sex in general? More they, like video games. Yeah, are they what, stuff. what games can not games, but what can you really get a guy for Valentine's Day to make him go, oh babe, you was really thinking about me. Like you was really excited. You just really gotta know your um your man. I won't say anything. <laughs> but um shoes, boys like sneakers. Um I'm not good at gift gift giving. So we got we gotta get fitted, is what you're saying. We gotta sneak in the shoes, me, some sweatshirts. My outfit or something, like I don't know. The last boy I was dealing with, he ain't like nothing, so it's not much of a yeah. help. <laughs> like, we ain't got to get you shit. Great. Fantastic. For real, so, yeah. No, Damn, men, I, men just cook me a meal or something. I'm real simple. But I do that all the time. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's, like, it's hard to say, right? I, yeah, I mean, you got to dress up in some lingerie with the crotch cut out and <laughs> whipped cream, strawberries. You just got to go the extra mile if you're going to give up the, the same, same vagina. The same vagina, right? It's crazy. <laughs> Um, with this Valentine's Day shit and, and and all of these type of things, being the guy in the situation, you want to try to, you know, once you, my thing is if you've been dating somebody for four, five, six years, like how high can you actually go? Yeah. Like my my brother, a long time ago, we was like fucking like fresh out of college. Um, I think it was for Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. He gave this girl all types of shit. New, he had bought a camera for himself. He gave single? never opened it. Nah, he not single no more. Uh, no. He gave her. He gave her a camera. He like he spent in. He was unemployed. Wow. He had lost his job and shit. He was unemployed. He gave. He spent hundreds of dollars on his Valentine's Day. I'm like, fam, what are you gonna do next year? Right, right. <laughs> Can't keep up with that type of shit. What are you doing next year? How are we gonna? Right. How you gonna make this work next year? His current girlfriend. I don't remember what it was for. But like he did the whole thing, like the helicopter date and all this other kind of stuff. I'm like, bro, you really setting the bar high. Because then, wh- where do you go from here? Are they happy together? Oh yes, oh yes, okay. definitely. That's my girl. What up? What up? <laughs> what up, Flo? That's hey, my Flo. sis. That's my sis. <laughs> what up, sis? Um, it's one of those things. It's like, um, how how high do you go before it's like, okay, I got to come back down? Yeah. Uh, because. I mean, if you, I feel like if you have a good woman and like, yeah, this year he was able to do, well, last year or whatever, he was able to do that. He should be able to also just give her like a card and gifts. 
like just small stuff, roses or whatever. And she would appreciate that. It don't have to always be like next level. Yeah. I'm emotional. So I get a card. I start crying. If you give somebody a card, this is a rule for me. You have to write a little cute message in it. You have to. If I get a card and I don't see a little message in there, I, I don't want it. Don't want the card? No, because you didn't. there's no thought into it. I don't even care if somebody like folded up a piece of paper and write to me. Like I love that shit. Uh, well, you know, I've come to realize in my in my middle age, <laughs> <laughs> um, people do just truly appreciate the effort. Mm-hmm. But a lot of motherfuckers just ain't just don't put in that. I I'm terrible with putting in the effort. Like it's like I you know I care about you, but I just want to see it. No, but you, you know it. No, so Trump, damn, you asked for a lot right now, fam. For real, <sighs> you about to start stressing me out. So I really gotta do all this extra, and you gotta you gotta put in that little bit more to make a person feel special. I don't know. For me, again, it's the holiday itself. I just can't do it. I'm just not in the mood for the shit. So we celebrating side hole day. Yes, we're definitely celebrating side hole day. I ain't got no side holes. The guy has some holes in the girl. I ain't got no holes. I ain't got, man, listen. <laughs> Everybody find that funny when I tell them that and shit like that. Like, nah, I ain't got no holes. Mm-mm. And even if I had an onslaught of holes. That I had to put in rotation. Yeah, I still wouldn't know that shit. Mm-mm. I got all my holes yesterday. Damn. Cold world out here. No one's getting Besides a Besides the Muslim one. It's like, no. We're going to keep at least one. Because he, he don't celebrate. He don't eat pork, but he eats. I doesn't. didn't even get no happy Valentine's. No, nah, never mind. I got a happy Valentine's. My bro just put it out there. He said, we got to talk about the ungrateful people. We do, though. People are really ungrateful. A lot of girls. I mean, I feel like girls see like this spectacular thing going on on Instagram, and they want their man to do it. And it's just like, sus. No, you know that's not in the cards for you. Be great. <laughs> like, be happy with what you get. Some people really just don't get nothing, and um, I don't know. Be be grateful. Be happy you getting flowers or a teddy bear. From the dollar store. I, I like sentimental stuff like that. The dollar store, like, okay, and he know how to save money. Listen, you better be grateful you're getting the same dick you was getting the other day. Like, come on. Like, I gotta be. So even with you, I gotta, gotta do something. Y'all gotta do something strange too. I, I gotta be grateful getting the same pussy for, for the last year and a half. You gotta be grateful you're getting the same dick. And the, the best thing about it is uncheated dick is you ain't worried about sharing it with people. That's that's the true, prize. True, ha, true. congratulations. You ain't play yourself. Another and, year, didn't cheat. <laughs> how this is my this is my gift to the future bay and stuff like that. Your your Valentine's Day gift is the fact that I can post you on social media and you don't look crazy to nobody. <laughs> <laughs> that right there is going to be shoot my so with it, I'm like, I'm gonna post you all night on social media. For real. Because guess what? Can no one say, uh, he was in my DMs, oh that nigga was trying to nope. Because it was a lot of fake happy motherfuckers yesterday. A lot. A lot of fake happy. That shit is so annoying. You know motherfuckers is cheap. I know motherfuckers is cheap. I know. Like, oh my goodness. But y'all got all these pictures and shit like that. Dennis, Ruth, Chris, all this great shit. But you cheat. You Even if you're not physically fucking cheating, you still entertaining other people and doing all this other kind of shit. So you might as well be out here just... For women, entertaining mm-hmm. other women, you might as well just be putting dick all in them because it's no in-between for them at all. <laughs> So don't play yourself. <laughs> don't play yourself ever. Um, but yes, that's, I don't know, man. This is, I, I, I hate the day, man. I hate, I hate it with a passion. I'm hoping next year I'll have a boo. Yeah. 
That's what we're going for. Goals for next year too. It's going to be my goal. Yeah. 2020 Valentine's Day. I ain't going to I'm gonna catch flex. you. I ain't going to catch you. Like, yo, Nita, yo, who we doing? Last year, we talked about this. This year, we're going to talk about how- <laughs> Valentine's Day is amazing. Valentine's Day is the shit. It's my favorite holiday. Watch. I'm going to have a little boo-boo. Got it. I'm wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to flex for the gram. I do think <laughs> that people do really make a push for social media more than they- should and more than they yeah. have to, motherfuckers really go for the gusto. And I and we live in that world. Like me and you was having a conversation earlier about you know when I was younger how we dated and how we did certain shit and how yeah. we, nowadays because everyone's so show off, show off, show off, show off, show off. If motherfuckers know you's in a relationship or know you you are in a relationship, and Valentine's Day hit yesterday and you had one post and they had shit to do with Valentine's Day. And the whole day went by, and you ain't really. Oh, you yeah. might as well, people gonna be like, "Yo, damn, what that nigga do for her?" Or what? You, like, what they exactly. do? Exactly. People, people don't care about your relationship. They just care about being in your business. And when Always. people realize that, then what's going on social media will mean less to them. Um, people, and I said this like I say this all the time. People, will, if you post a picture of you and your boo, people will heart eyes and relationship goals mm-hmm. your shit to death. Y'all break up, you get in a new relationship, they're going to do the same exact shit for that. When exactly. people don't care about who you with, they just want to know who you fucking. True. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> people just want to know who you fucking. Either than that, no one really gives a shit about your relationship in general. Wait, I just thought of something. So this girl that I follow on Instagram, you know what she got her boyfriend? Boxers. And it had her face all over. I was like, yo. That's like my other sis. <laughs> I loved it, y'all. Shout out to it. shout out to Bang Bang. Um, Abby, <laughs> she Bam Bam and Bang, they sisters, right? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> um Abby, who also okay, quick shout out, um, Bam and Flo, they got their own podcast, Let's Be Honest Podcast. Check that out on Spotify as well. Um Abby got her boyfriend customized lighters with her picture on it. I want to see, look, I need my Not boyfriend. Not Valentine's Day, but she got them for him, like, as a gift one day. I want my boyfriend to rock, like, a picture of me on his shirt, but I want to be, like, naked or something. Like, yo, what's good? Like, that's that's me right there. For real. That's funny as hell. But those type of gifts do exist, and people really, be, but it's for me, it's a funny gesture. And if I was it him, I would wear them, I'd be wearing them drawers and shit like that. And I'll be pumping my penis and shit in front of her, like right, right. All like, types you're of funny to shit. Do that. You supposed to have fun with that type of stuff. I want a blanket of myself. Not to give to nobody, just for me to have. Just for you. <laughs> <laughs> for for me, maybe because I'm such a, a jokester and more about fun and stuff like that. Everybody wants to sentimental, sentimental, all, all, all. For me, it's like, what's some funny shit that I can do? So funny shit like putting a face on the, on boxes and shit like that. Like I'll get a kick out of some shit like that personally. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, that's funny as hell. You know what I'm saying? I know what I'm going to give. What you going to give? I'm going to give my ass on a cake. On a cake? So you can eat my yes. ass? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't <laughs> steal my idea, ladies. Don't do it. I mean, you could, but. That shit going up in smoke. Everybody going to be eating ass next year. All because <laughs> Nita. Nita like, yo, what happened? Why does he going she going to show up and I got a cake. And I'm like, a cake? Damn, a whole cake. And open this up. Baby, is that your ass? <laughs> Eat my it. ass now. Eat that shit. I'm gonna start with the butthole section. <laughs> cut this shit out. <laughs> Pull it. This is what I'm gonna eat first, baby. I'm, I ain't gonna cut him. So put my whole face <laughs> right in that cream. Oh, I'm over about to <laughs> Oh my god, this conversation is out of control. But honestly, I'm gonna stop being a hater for one second. 
to everybody that's in a in a in a good relationship, they're in a good place, good space. Um, they are in a real, true, genuine, loving relationship because I do see a lot of couples. I do not know a lot of couples that are really, really happy. And you yeah. guys enjoyed your day yesterday. Congratulations to you. I hope that you have many more. Keep the good energy yeah. going and stuff like that. Don't let a motherfucker like me who's single continue to rain on your happy day parade, even though I, even if I was in a ship, I think it's bullshit. But <laughs> I want you to enjoy your day, okay? And shout out for every, to everybody that didn't get engaged yesterday. Fam. For everybody that didn't get into a new relationship on Valentine's Day, everybody that didn't get engaged on Valentine's Day, I had to go to court yesterday. Motherfuckers get married yesterday. I was like, he just did that shit so he could remember it. I was it. supposed to go to court, and I, I didn't want to. Like, I felt pathetic. <laughs> I went to court on Valentine's How was your Valentine's Day? Man, I'm $406 lighter in my pocket because I had a fine to pay. So, you know, that's how my Valentine's Day was. I just don't want another one. <laughs> if, I, if I had a boo, I had to explain this shit to her. Yo, I had to go to court today. So you ain't got no gifts. We broke, broke. We mad broke, but I got my driver's license still. So we can, we can, you know, we can go somewhere, you know, you know, we can, we can't do too much though. But that's how my Valentine's Day was. So <laughs> <laughs> out of fucking control. So International Side Chick Day. Um, to all my side chicks out there, enjoy it. Enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of nice out today. The sun is up. You know, it's cold as fuck still, but the sun is up. Um. Enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if he's at work, send him nudes all day. You know? Keep the energy good. Let him know that, you know, you're going to text him around. Like, So if you're not a side chick and you have sex today, are you a side chick because it's side chick then? Nah, you're just fucking. Okay. <laughs> we just out here just having sex. That's all. It's one of those, like, you know. But yes, side chicks, enjoy your day. You know, eat that candy with pride. You know, rock them, take pictures. You know what I'm saying? All that good shit, you know what I'm saying? And it's okay. Just remember, you're the love of his life. He has to go back home to his girlfriend, but you're the love of his life. The best thing about being a side nigga is the fact that we know that. The best, I say this all the time, the best thing that happened to a real relationship is a side nigga. Because we coach your girl up to stay with you every day. A real side, not these hating ass side niggas. Most, most men don't move like this. A lot of, we are relationship counselors. We're going to tell you what he's doing wrong. We're going to coach you up to, we're going we gonna to coach you up to, to stay and to work these issues out. That's the best thing about a side nigga. We be like, yo, you know what? What he do, boo? Oh, that's crazy. He just got fired from his job. Damn, I know somebody's hiring. Like, we going to coach him up. We going to coach you up to keep you there because we know that if the relationship ends, you going to roar your head around and look at us to be the next nigga up. And I can't be with you because you're a cheater. Exactly. I can't, I'm not do, I can't do this to myself. I know you cheat. Mm-mm. You're a dog-ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I know you cheat, so I'm not going to waste my time in this cheating-ass relationship. You ain't going to cheat on me. For real. I know what them late night text messages is like when you in the room and he playing this you game. You got me crying right now. <laughs> That's going to be me. I'll be playing my game. And, babe, what you in there doing? Nothing. You in there texting that nigga. I know you texting that nigga. I used to be that nigga. Exactly. It's the funniest but shit But that's on how earth. side chicks feel too. They be like, uh-uh, I used to be her. <laughs> that, the funniest shit ever, right, is nine times out of ten, this is the weirdest dynamic ever, women cheat on a guy in a relationship and she ends up with the guy she was cheating with just to cheat with the nigga she was just in a relationship with. This is just too much stress. Okay? It's, it's real shit. Let me tell you why. Because women like to keep their numbers down. They like to go to a dick that's familiar. They don't really want to be out here just going <laughs> to too many dicks. <laughs> they like to keep the dicks local. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got one dick here that I know, another dick here that I know. Okay, lower your voice. <laughs> lower your voice. <laughs> 
That's, that's the beauty. That's the, that's the weird shit about that type of dynamic. You know, women cheat, go to the new guy just to cheat with the old guy. It's very, it's, I don't understand it. Why are my cheeks so red? <laughs> okay, it's time for a break. <laughs> <laughs> we will be right back, yo. This is the Henny Crockett's podcast. Ah, sweatpants Poppy Trey LA. And Miss Nita. Miss Nita's over here. We'll be right back, yo. We dead ass. <laughs> The Henny Who Chronicles podcast, Voice Trail Lace Sweatpants Poppy. And Miss Nita. Okay, so we're talking about Valentine's Day, right? And my bro shot me a message real quick. He was like, he saw a girl throw a whole gift in the garbage for Valentine's Day because it wasn't what she wanted. <laughs> my initial reaction to that is she threw the gifts away. This she threw the whole relationship away. This shit right is over. There. I ain't got no, you ain't going to be doing my shit like that. You know what? I'm going to get a shit to somebody that I appreciate it. I'm going to send a text message and I'm going to go drop that shit off because you're not going to annoy Dang, my fucking so you spirit. already just got a side chick. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Forget it. My side chick is my new bitch. <laughs> you know, I know somebody's going to appreciate my shit. I ain't got to worry about this shit. But that, for me, like, disrespect on that level and, and how he's mentioned, like, being ungrateful and shit like that, yeah. like, I'm not with the shit. Like, I work hard for my, for this, for this money. Whoever, you just throw my money down the drain. You just throw wow. my shit away. What? Who does that? Even if you don't like it, you know, smirk a little bit. Oh, yeah, thanks, babe. Be appreciative. Babe. You know? Throw my whole shit in the garbage. I hmm, I get about being grateful, but what what, what was the gift though? Like, did, so yeah. what happens if it was something that like wasn't thoughtful or you know something just that he just because you know what. I'm going to just say, I got a gift for Mother's Day, and it was flowers that I was allergic to. Ooh. <laughs> this is not and, like, I, I'm like, bruh, like, what the hell? You trying to kill me? See, that stuff like that, I mean, yeah. Is it really being ungrateful? Like, bruh, you know I'm allergic to these, and I'm about to die. <laughs> like, you're trying to kill me. Okay, so let's, let's paint a picture, right? Let's say it was the traditional... Valentine's Day gift stuff. Flowers, yeah. teddy bear, chocolate, a card. Because he might not have money that's long like that. Exactly. He may have just paid a $406 fine <laughs> and he ain't got that money For on real. him. Um, and he came back and he was like, you know, babe, happy Valentine's Day, yada, yada, yada. And he hands you your gift and you like, that's it? Yeah. And that goes back to Instagram though, because y'all, y'all girls be seeing these crazy type things going on. Like, and most of the time, the craziest gifts come from the niggas that's cheating, gave the girl like a million STDs, got a million babies on her, some crazy shit like that. And y'all over here envying them. <laughs> Damn, I feel like I'm speaking from experience. <laughs> but no, y'all can't envy other people's relationship. Be grateful that, you know, you got a man that is actually trying Regardless, if he can't give you a Benz or whatever, just be happy with your flowers. You know, um, we call that shit paying it forward. Niggas who fuck mm-hmm. up in relationships all the time, they got to go grandiose for their for, for the gifts because it's like, babe, I done put you through a lot. I got to show you that I appreciate you. So here's this. Rah! And they giving all types of shit because they got to make up for fucking exactly. up so much. Or, you know what it could be? That girl really was with him through the 
dollar store gifts and all of that stuff. And now he got money and now he's going to spoil her. Like, what do you do for this man to spoil you on Valentine's Day? Like, ask yourself that. That's a good question. You know, you can't be an ain't shit woman and expect the world. Just like niggas can't be ain't shit niggas and expect the world. You know, let that man be great. <laughs> in whatever way he's going to be. Exactly. Um, I don't want to use the term annoying. Someone who's very close to me always say that I use the term annoying in describing her and she gets very upset. I don't want her to think that I'm talking about her when I say this. Um, but in general, like ladies, like don't. Don't be overzealous. Like, don't be too much mm-hmm. over things that really, really at the end of the day don't really mean that much. Because at the end of the day, again, like I said, today's February 15th. We could do some shit today. Or pay week is next Friday. We'll work it out next Friday. Like, yeah. all that other kind of shit. Chill. That's the reason why I don't like that. Again, this is the reason why I don't like the day. Yeah, yeah. Because women and women like, well, you knew it was coming. First 15, don't give a fuck about none of this Valentine's Day shit, man. These bills got to get paid. Right. Cardinal, like insurance, rent, PSENG, food, all this other kind of shit. And you like, oh, here's my kid. I got you something. You know, it's great. But um, my kids' grandparents, they don't celebrate Valentine's Day. And they've been together for 35 years. And they, like, have a happy relationship. And they, you know, they'll probably go out today because it's not crowded. That's what they say. But they don't really be beat for that. If your relationship is based on one day, get rid of it. Facts. I was had this. That sounds smart. <laughs> I had a, I had a conversation with someone, and she was telling me how she has friends that are like that. Like, oh, if my my boyfriend don't do this, or my boyfriend don't celebrate this with me, and do these type of things, and the relationship's over. Like, fam, like if your boyfriend is not buying you gifts on this day or doing this extra mm-hmm. stuff on this day, the relationship is over. What about the other three hundred sixty four days exactly. in the year that he's putting in that effort and dealing with your ass, like? <laughs> women think that they are the most easiest things to deal with in a relationship y'all could be annoying as fuck too y'all could be tiring too argumentative too always I'm on some shit relationship. All... I'm not talking about me I'm not talking about <laughs> you know what I'm saying like it can be you as well mm-hmm. it's not just the man all the time so with that being said you know we got it's gotta be a balance you know you done pissed this man off for the last three weeks and now he gotta do something nice for you on Valentine's Day to True. get the same pussy you been getting no True. What have have you done to deserve some nice shit? You put up with my shit, I put with yours. I think we just broke even. Let's go get something to eat. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I quickly mentioned, because when this topic popped up, and we talk about the relationship being over because of people being ungrateful and throwing things away and stuff like that, I I, I ran this past Ms. Nita real quick. I was like, you know, on a higher level, if I propose to a girl, if I propose to a woman, get down one knee, ring, propose to a woman... And she says, no, the relationship is over. I'm not doing this shit no more. <laughs> Some people may think that's extreme. But for me, the but relationship is not over. why would the relationship over. be over? Because it shows that you don't, you don't really want what I want in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Like, again, I'm not going to propose to nobody that I don't feel like. I'm not going to propose to nobody in six months. It's not like I'm shotgunning and just yeah. over, working too fast. You know, I'm not Biggie and, 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 and Faith Evans. I'm not moving too quick. So if I'm with you and we've been doing this shit for a couple years, I always say this. Men know that they want to, after like the first year and a half, they know they want to marry you or not. Yeah. People be in a relationship for seven years and shit like that, no ring, no nothing. What the fuck are y'all waiting for? It's not exactly. saying that you should be in a rush, but after that long, it's like, what are we doing? What's Period. going on? What is yeah. happening? We are shacking up. Exactly. Now, if I've been with you for three years, four years, and I propose to you, you say no, then nah. What? That Wasting is my true. time. That is true. 
I'm dead ass wasting my time. Marriage should be the goal in a relationship. I don't know what I'm putting thumbs up for. It should be the goal. Like, yeah. Me personally, every time I've been in a legit relationship, it was with a person where I thought, like, yo, this, this is going to be the last person I'm ever going to date. And I'd be like, yeah, this is it. And then that shit oh. ended. Like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> what happened, son? All the pictures is gone. Yeah, I had to leave that shit, fam. Like, you know, get rid of that shit. This shit got to go. Um, every single time I get in a relationship, I'm thinking about that. I don't even, like, if I'm dating someone and I don't get that vibe, then I'm going to stop dating them. Exactly. You know, I'm I not. I always envision, like, what our marriage will be. So I'm like, yeah. Can I wake up to you every motherfucking exactly. day? Exactly. You know, I just, that's just kind of where I'm at with, with the thinking and stuff like that. A lot of people are cool with the laying play. A lot of people ain't got no time with wasting their time. Me, I just, the, one of my biggest reasons on why I'm not in a relationship because I fear wasting somebody's time. Like, sure. what if we together for this amount of time and shit don't work? You can't get that time back. You can get the money that you spent back because money's going to come and go. You can get all the other kinds, but you can't get the time. You go from being 26 to, to 29 and now you're almost 30. Now you're single again. It's like, what the fuck just happened? How do we bounce back? Yes. You know what I'm saying? You don't get that shit back. Dating game done changed. You don't even feel the same out here in these streets. What you was left. (laughs) Yeah. What you was doing when you was 26 and shit like that. Now you feel like you just out the game. Like I don't really even know how to approach women these days. It's one of those type of things. Like, so if I ask a woman to marry me and she say, No, this call me extreme, but this shit over. What would you do if a woman proposed to you? You know, women do that now. They pro- I mean, I wouldn't do it because then I would just feel like a Superman. Not saying there's nothing wrong with it because, you know, yeah. go after what you want. But Ah, oh, man, I've never been asked that before. Mm. If a woman proposed to me, I would feel like she's still in my thunder. Right? Like, I would feel like she's still in my thunder only because every single time I've been in a real relationship with somebody, I envision how I want to propose to that person. Aww. So if you take was my it different, yeah, because it's based on what that person yeah. like. So my first kid's mother, um, we was living together and everything and stuff like that. So I knew, like, yo, we gonna get married. This is gonna be great. So I had my, I can tell y'all my proposal because you know y'all ain't gonna get it <laughs> straight like that. Y'all not gonna get this proposal. So my my game plan was right. Uh, she likes. She, um, she grew up in Puerto Rico. She liked to ride horses. Mm-hmm. I believe there's a place in West Armish that has like a horse thing. Yeah. So my game plan was to ship the ship the son off real quick, let him disappear because you know he can't be there for this. And we were gonna go ride horses, ride horses and stuff like that. Have that part so she mm-hmm. can get that old feeling back of you know Puerto Rico. Then we we're gonna go out on a date. And I'm one of those people where I wanted to propose in front of like the family. Aww. So I was going to tell her cousin because her cousin's like the middleman for a lot of shit. And I was going to tell her, tell him, and um, have him like tell like Nana, tell yeah, a couple of people cute. and stuff like that, so that they can show up to the place where we're at. And then when they show up, and she, what the fuck is everybody doing here? I was going to propose. That was my plan. That's cute. Didn't happen. But that was cute though that you thought about it. Um, I definitely did. Future husband, take notes. <laughs> <laughs> take notes. That that was that was something that I thought. I want to get proposed. I want to be in the ocean. Like I seen a picture and I just future husband. I hope you're listening. So now every single trip to the beach, 
she done fucked it up because now you're gonna be like, damn, I, I can't propose the first time to go to the beach, so I at least gotta wait seven times. <laughs> no, but it can't be like the beaches over here. We gotta be like off nice, somewhere. In a nice so, place. Yeah, the nice place. Cause I I'm not getting in that water. <laughs> like Oh yeah, New Jersey water they kill you. Hire a photographer, <laughs> make sure my nails is done. <laughs> And make sure I'm, I'm looking real nice because I have a habit of being real comfortable and <laughs> boyish. So just like, babe, you know, put a dress on today. You know, take them flip flops off. For real. Like, <laughs> just look super, super cute. <laughs> but that was that was my plan. So for me, that's kind of how like I maneuver and I think. So every single person was different. And, you know, one day we'll see what the fuck happens. But if I do all of that and you say no. You got we we going home in different cars because I ain't got to deal with this shit and I'm not in the mood no more. I would, oh my god! Can you imagine somebody do all of this and then you like? Nah. Oh, will you take my hand and be my? Ah oh, man, I can't. What do you mean you can't? Why are we here? Why are we doing it? So exactly. that's just that's just my spill on that. That's just me. That's true. Yeah, I'm not with it. I hope I cry, not an ugly cry though, but a cute cry. Oh my god. <laughs> I do ugly cries. I look <laughs> ugly when I cry. Y'all think Kim Kardashian looks bad? Jesus. <laughs> it's not funny. She said like I got the ugly cry. Face me melting crying. Shut All up, right. Man. I get red. Oh, God. My eyes puff up. Damn. It's bad. It's bad. <laughs> no crying for your ass, please. <laughs> It's so funny. If you see like proposals and stuff like that, and the girls be wilding out, I done seen girls push the guy down. Cause you're excited. That's that's. What, I feel like that's when you know their love is real. Like she just. I seen a girl. They was in like an apple picking thing, and I feel like I would be her because he was proposing, and she threw the apple at him. Like, no, you're not. No, you're not. Cause she didn't think that would be me. Probably like, nah, son. But I don't know why she threw the apple. <laughs> I was watching Creed two. If you I don't know if you seen Creed two, but I was watching Creed two, and when he was proposing. Um, to Tessa in the movie, you know, she turned around and he was like down on one knee. She slammed the bathroom door in his face and said, B, you serious? Um, no, D, because his name is Adonis, so she called him D. She's like, D, you serious? D, you serious? Man, why you slammed the door in my face? I'm trying to ask you to marry me. It's it's weird shit like that. But now imagine she say no. God damn. I just hope I don't faint. That'd be funny. It would be funny, but not if I'm in the ocean. I can't swim. Oh, now you're going to drown. I'm going to die. Oh, damn. You black like that, huh? I'm that black. <laughs> <laughs> you that black. You can't swim and shit. But that's just some thoughts. That's just my thoughts on that type of stuff. Like, if you're not doing it for that, then what the, why are we doing this shit? I've, been, I, I've seen, like, I've been, like, we all follow people on the gram. You watch them go from single to be in a relationship, and you watch them be in a relationship for three, four years, and, like, it's this one. It's this one couple. It's this girl that I that I knew. She's been in a relationship with this dude for so long, and they look so happy. I'm mm-hmm. like, damn, they look happy as fuck. Now, of course, from the outside looking at you, never really know how a person yeah. relationship is. But from what I see, this is genuine love. They are really, really into the shit. I'm like, and every single time she posts, I'm not bullshitting you. Every couple of days, because she posts pictures of him all the time. I'm like, yo, fam, what are you waiting for? Yeah, yeah. Get with the shit. Marry her ass. A lot of people don't believe in marriage, though. True. That, and a lot of people believe in that hood type of marriage. Like, this is my husband. No paperwork or anything, but that's my husband. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. I had an aunt like that. <laughs> I mean, I have an aunt like that. No, no, no paperwork, but he know what it is. For real. So, I mean, 
No, get get the paperwork because that's where the the health insurance, life insurance, all that comes, all that in. comes in. Yeah. Listen, do the paperwork. Do um, the paperwork. But it's you very true. A lot of people don't believe in marriage these days. So. And you know, for a few, I wasn't really into marriage because I had married men trying to get at me, and I'm just like, yo, I don't want my husband to be, to be this. that guy. Yeah, like that's They're disgusting. Bad. Yeah, it's so disgusting <laughs> to see people cheating in their relationship and they're married and stuff like that. It's like, oof. Mm-hmm. Unless they die, and that's another part. It's like I've had had sex with married women before. Of course, of course, I have right, and um. Is because it was just backlash from their relationship. He's cheated on her. Yeah. He's been being an asshole for years. So she's just over the relationship. They're still married, but yeah, she's just not. Money. She's just not with the <laughs> shit no more. So she wants to cheat. I've been on the end of that and stuff like that. I've never seen a happy woman cheat. Mm-hmm. You know, at least not in my experience. Anytime I've had sex with a woman that was married, she was usually over her relationship, and they was just still together just because they was fucking married. They were still together. So it's not like men. Who claim they happy, yet they still out here cheating and being no, extra. I, if I was to ever release my inbox, oh Jesus, courtroom would be filled. That's bad. Let me. Not. <laughs> but that's real shit. It is though. It's, it's nasty. It's mm. twerk videos, man. I keep trying to tell you every week, no. man. Every week we talk about these twerk videos, man. You got the twerk videos. He's like, yo. <laughs> but she don't know won't kill her. But if she knows, she going to kill you. you I better. had this guy. He's like, yo, my wife will spoil you. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> I'll think about hitting his wife up, though. <laughs> Excuse me, Miss Jones. Excuse me, Mrs. Jones. I understand your husband. He's in my inbox, but I don't want that nigga. But Y'all, you, though. Let me tell you. It was a <laughs> situation where this girl thought I wanted her husband. And what was crazy is I didn't want him. I really wanted her. And I'm like, yo, we can work something out because I don't want that nigga. Like, I, don't, I don't want him. But mm-hmm. you know, you spicy. For real. But I like it. Extra season on this shit. She she um, blocked me. <laughs> <laughs> she blocked me. <laughs> Real shit. <laughs> she almost killed me. I was mid sipping this Hennessy. And she say some shit like that. That shit almost came to my nose. God damn. She, she blocked me. That's raw. That's some real shit. <laughs> That's some real shit. Yo, hold on. Give me a second. Damn. <laughs> she blocked me. I was shocked. I was shocked. Cause she wasn't trying to give him no pussy. I understand. No, she wasn't with the shit. Nah, she really thought I wanted her husband. I don't want that boy. Don't want that nigga. Not at all. That's funny as hell. But that's some real shit. So, in this season of love that's predicated from Valentine's Day, everybody out there that's doing their marriage thing, proposal thing, relationship thing, and all this other kind of stuff, um, be happy, but be careful. <laughs> and if you got engaged, make sure you get married. I've seen a lot of engagements, and they just never get married. Yeah. That's always I know that's I don't want to say embarrassing. It's embarrassing. But I would that's be embarrassed. a that's a tough thing because how do you explain that shit? Like y'all is engaged, but we're not engaged no more. And then you got people. That's the thing. Like I said, people just want to know your business. Mm-hmm. You know, I stopped saying congratulations when people got engaged. I waited until the marriage. Like, yeah. oh yeah, congratulations. I got my congratulations have meaning. Okay, <laughs> I'm not wasting them no more. <laughs> 
Bills took me out. Yo, she blocked me. That's funny. As hell. <laughs> so, to all my people out there, enjoy enjoy your love, man. But be careful. I want. It's so weird. Like I always say this, and I, that's like my number one statement. I always say this because I do. I talk about relationships a lot. I always say this. Um, we live in a time where everybody wants love, but nobody wants to be played. So everyone half love. I know everyone is a very general song. So people have love because they are afraid of putting all themselves out there because they think that every person they deal with is playing games predicated on their previous relationships where people was playing games. True. So everyone is fine with being a savage. Everyone's fine with, you know, fuck buddies. Everybody's fine with somewhat of relationship situationships mm-hmm. um, because it gives you the outs when shit don't go right. So it makes it tougher to know who's all in when you see it based on social media or even when you're in it because it's like you're giving them but you know that you're kind of holding back just a little bit and you have the fear that they're doing the same so it makes it a real tough situation in today's society because that's how people have kind of grown to be there was once upon a time when women love hard and men wasn't shit now we live in a time where men ain't shit women ain't shit we just ain't shit together so now you're looking (laughs) for a somewhat shit situation Um, and it makes it really, really tough (laughs) to date and to truly love in the 21st century. 2019 is not an easy time to date. At Um, all. It's just not. So complicated. (laughs) It's complicated. And it's only gotten more complicated because of social media, because it is an easy way. Back in the day, you know, you just didn't, you just couldn't find somebody that lived four towns over and shit like that. And it's Mm -hmm. easy to get to them. Back then it was like, you know, if you wanted, you really had to go out. Yeah. And be out here searching for someone to cheat with. Now, that shit is a scroll up, scroll down, um, DM here. Um, I posted something. She done like four pictures in a row. So let me see what that's like. It's, exactly. It's different now. Back in the day, it was a different time. You know, mm-hmm. today's century is like your fam. Pussies everywhere. Um, so it's as valuable as a woman is, they have been devalued because of how easy it is to get them. True, 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 true. And dick never had value, so it's just whatever. Preach. <laughs> There's no value in dick. It's a ton of them. You can trip and fall and get you some dick. It's hard to find. And I used to think that was easy. When I was younger, because I had so many good women that I thought, like, yo, finding good women is easy. They go mm-hmm. all over the place. Um, but women trying to find a good man, that's even... It's new oh, haystack. my God. <laughs> that's how we should have What? That's it, it is hard finding a good man because you got like a million fuckboys. I have a million fuckboys in my inbox right now. And it's hard to separate the fuckboy between the man. <laughs> the man. And that and that's where it gets tough at because you don't know whose interest is genuine, mm-hmm. who saw a post that you put up and they just hounding, or who saw you put a post up and it's like, yo, I like that energy. I like the vibe. For real. Because like, every, no, the thing about it is, since everybody loves using the word energy now, everybody, oh, I love your energy. And I'm like, no, you don't. Because you know what I do? I look on their page. And if they're calling women hoes and if they're saying, I'm like, bro, what you want to think of me? I'm over here twerking and stuff. You want to be like <laughs> a few seconds into the relationship, you're going to be like, oh, she a hoe. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, and it's one of those things. It's a, it's a, it's a catch 22 for the mm-hmm. 21st century. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, that's, that's my energy on that. Yep. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna come right back here. We got another topic for you guys. Um, you know, something that's real prevalent in today's news because mm-hmm. you know, uh Gucci lost their mind and these other fashion designers lost their mind. So we're gonna get back into some some talk about um 
about that. Y'all already should know where I'm headed with that, but you know what it is. It's the Henny Who Chronicles podcast, Trey Lace Sweatpants Poppy. And Miss Nita. And we will be right back with some more real shit. back the Henny Hooker Chronicles podcast Trey Lace Sweatpants Poppy and Miss Nita and um we coming right back um I did a little segue on to our next topic um something that's really jumping off the the screen and on social media and different things like that is um Gucci recently released a, a sweater I believe and it was basically when you lift the hood up it turns into a black face with the big red lips and all this mm-hmm. other kind of stuff. And they were getting a lot of controversy over it because for whatever reason, white people don't understand the the racial be history behind they blackface. Do, but they do. It's like, <laughs> for, for, for fucking Christ's sake, like blackface has not been cool for a really long time. But for whatever reason, these prominent fashion lines keep doing dumb shit. Um, keep doing dumb shit. Um, with this blackface stuff, um, let me give you guys a quick history on 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 blackface. Right, blackface is basically a direct pull from Jim Crow. Um, everyone knows the term Jim Crow, but they may not necessarily know where it comes from and where what's the history of it. Um, back in say about the eighteen seventies, um, an actor, very prominent actor named. Uh, Thomas Dormouth, or Dormouth, Dartmouth, I believe it's Dartmouth, Thomas Dartmouth, he created a character with black face and big red lips that wore tatted clothes, and the image of him became the standards for Jim Crow. It basically had its own set of laws from about 1877 till the end of Civil Rights Movement, which was in the 1950s, 1960s. So in that long time frame, there was fun being made um, well, there was segregation based on Jim Crow. Um, Dartmouth created the character basically to make fun of black people. Um, you have to understand at the at this point in time, this is the end of slavery. Slavery ended 1865. Um, didn't pretty much clear all the states until about 1869. And Dartmouth made it his made a career out of making fun of black people, which is why he has the blackface. The big red lips, which is usually done in a frowny face, to kind of make fun of how black people looked um, because they were sad because they had no jobs and they were poor. That's the reason why he wore tattered clothes with patches and holes and different patterns and stuff like that. And that image alone still holds till this day with circus clowns. Circus clowns get they look directly from the Jim Crow uh, blackface character. I never knew that. Yeah, you know I don't like clowns anyway. So that's where. So if you look at a clown today in the circus, they face may not be black, but they still got the big red lips. Most of the time, they do have the sad face that they turn into a happy one when they smile, and they still wear their tattered clothes. It's a direct reflection of Jim Crow and and this character that was created. So, and those laws that was created basically push segregation, uh, keeping black people in a in a in a situation where you know 
there was no equality. Now, me personally, I have no problem with separation. I do have a problem with segregation. There is a difference. Segregation means your shit is better than mine and I can't be a part of what's of that situation based on just simple social justices. I don't get the same rights as you. Um, you know, the, the colored only, whites only, the, the whites only is done up real nice and the colors got to go to the back and all this other kind of stuff. That type of stuff where it's separate and it's not equal. Separate, separate and equal, I don't have a problem with. But to kind of keep pushing with this with this ideology, we all know as we fast forward to 2019 that Jim Crow in the blackface is a negative image of black people. It's a negative representation of black people. Yeah. Period. We we know this. Why the fuck will these fashion designers go out their way to make? Because they're not the only one. I think it's another one. Uh, Monsler has one. I think Prada had one. Where Montclair, Montclair, I think it was something like that. They had they had the thing where with the blackface and stuff like that. Oh yeah, all over the cold. Yeah, why the fuck do y'all think that this that's cool? (laughs) I don't I don't get it. And people still support them. That's the part that drives me wild. Like me, if I see a quote for three hundred dollars, I ain't getting it. Period. Like (laughs) I ain't doing that shit. Period. But like for people who got it like that or claim to have it like that. Why are you still supporting these brands? I don't get it. Which leads us to a very popular rich black man in Floyd Mayweather, mm-hmm. who was spotted on his way into the Gucci store. And this reporter comes up to him and asks him questions about it and stuff like that. And he goes, oh, you know, I'm not a follower. You know, I'm going to do what I want to do. I support everybody. Yada, 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 yada. And I'm going to go buy Gucci. And he went in the store and proceeds to drop racks in Gucci right after they dropped the blackface sweater. Mm-hmm. And, of course, people raise hell about that, you know. <laughs> T.I. dropped a diss track record about it. Really? Called, um, I think it's called Fuck Niggas. Wow, T.I. No, I T.I. Like T.I. T.I. don't like him in general because yeah. he used to fuck with Tiny and he's just not. He was waiting. He was yeah, waiting. he was waiting for him to do some he fuck with shit. That. <laughs> yeah, he had them bars lined up for, for, for Floyd. 50? I'm like, I'm just, oh, I love when he destroys Floyd. <laughs> I love it. I love the pettiness in it all. Now, the thing that bothered me the most about the Floyd Mayweather thing was not the interview when he went in. Mm-hmm. It's the interview when he came out. I didn't hear that. Now, when he came out, they asked him again. And the report, I think, was, I don't even know if he was, if he rem- know what he was saying, but he said, you know, people, and he mentioned T.I.'s name first, you know, T.I. and other rappers are, you know, and other prominent figures are going against Gucci. And he continued to say, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to follow, I'm not going to follow. But he ended his quote with something that pissed me off. He said, other people want to boycott. I'm going to be a boy on a yacht. When he said that, it pissed me off. Because it's like, how much of a fucking, the black population, uh, the pro-black, how much of a coon can you be Yeah. to say some shit like, I'm going to be a boy on a yacht? Not even refer to yourself as a man. Exactly. But even still, you're going to refer to yourself as a boy. As a boy. And I'm going to be a boy on a yacht. You have got to be fucking kidding me. It's the most oblivious shit I've seen. That was probably the most coonish shit I've seen since I saw Kanye West hung, hug Donald Trump. Ugh. By it far. Was, yeah. It was really up there. I've seen a lot of coon shit. You see a lot of black people say some some crazy shit and, and, and trying to keep that 
that politically correct line going and stuff yeah. like that. But for me, a person such as Floyd Floyd Mayweather, who has hundreds of millions yeah. of dollars, and it's like you could shop anywhere. <laughs> Why? Like I feel like he did it for attention too, though. Like you could shop anywhere you want. You just pick now. Like oh yeah, I know they doing this about Gucci, so. I'm going to go into Gucci. Exactly. That's how I felt. This is a time where we always talk about Black-owned businesses and supporting Black-owned business, mm-hmm. supporting Black-owned business, supporting Black-owned business. But every single time a major company does anything that is against Black people, we boycott for a while, but then we go back to it. Yeah. And for me, there are plenty of Black clothing lines out there that you can support that's going to keep you fresh and keep you looking good. You know what I'm saying? H and M did their thing when they put the little black boy in the what is it the the, uh, the coolest monkey in the yeah, jungle. Yeah, At first, I wasn't really seeing much about it, but I'm just like, mm, who knows with these, you know? And then his mom was saying like, oh no, I don't think of it bad. So I, I don't know. I was yeah. on the fence about that one. And but for me to say it's like okay, it happened, and black people was up. And arms about mm-hmm. it, but you know, black people back at shopping at H&M. Because it sells. Because it sells and it's cheap. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I think that black people need to do two things when it comes down to this company shit. Mm. We need more black companies that tailor to high-end fashion and not graphic tee designs. Yeah. We have a ton of black artists that got the revolutionary lines, that got the HBCU kind of look. That got that type of stuff. And there's a lot of designer tees, but we don't really have seamstress that are making great material button-up shirts. Yeah. We don't have true. a long line of that. We don't have a, a whole lot of artists that are making suits mm-hmm. and tuxedos. We need a little bit more of that. And if we do have that, we need more promotion of that. Yeah. Jay-Z just had his uh Rock Nation thing. And he had all these people there. The 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 Sky blue I love suit. Those videos. Yeah, the sky blue <laughs> suit that he was wearing was actually designed by a black yeah. owner who created this line. Um, I can't remember his, this guy's name, but he started working as a seamster and stuff like that when he was 21. He tried to partner with the company. They wouldn't let him do it. They told him that he would never make it on his own. And now he's 29 and Jay-Z's wearing his suit at a rock nation. Yes. We need more of that. Mm-hmm. We need that story to happen more often. T.I i seen that he's been posting like Black-owned clothing lines on his um, feed and stuff like that. And it's one of those things where we need to start supporting our own yeah. even more. And it can't only be when something like this happens. Exactly. Because that's when everybody's like, you know what? Support Black business. And like, we should have been doing that. We should have, Yeah, we should have definitely been doing that. You know, why waste your money? <laughs> I, I don't think Gucci clothes is nice. Like, you know, I don't. I'll be confused. See, for me, it's one of those things. Like these top of the line clothing designers for decades have been telling black people they don't like to see us in their stuff. Mm-hmm. Tommy Hilfiger did it in the nineties. Timberland did it. Um, I want to say in the nineties as well and early two thousands. Oh, they don't want to see black people wearing their boots because they wasn't made to be worn like that. That work boots and yada yada. They don't want to see us in it. Armani did it. Um, Prada's done it. Um, all these, all these high end things, all these high end companies, they have verbally put it out there that they don't like to see black people wearing their stuff, yet we spend all of our money. money. That's the first thing we go to buy. It's this expensive shit that don't mean anything because mm-hmm. we we feel as if it, it makes us look a certain type of way. You know, the fake it till you make it idea and stuff like that. And, you know, they say a thing about people like if you don't have value of yourself, then you try to add value to yourself by yeah. what you put on. 
Um, which is why I respect a person like J. Cole who walks around. I was just about to say J. Cole. Looking like a bum. <laughs> and he just. He does what he wants because yeah. he has value of self. He doesn't necessarily care about name brand shit. And it's not saying that everybody can pull that off. And I tell people all the time, there's nothing wrong with buying yourself something nice. Yeah. That's that's peace. But do it with people that respect your dollar. Exactly. It doesn't have to be, oh, I'm going to go, you know, I just got my income tax check. So, you know, I'm about to go buy a Hermes belt and a Gucci this. and like, For, for what? For what? Motherfuckers tucking y'all winter coats in y'all pants so we can see your belt <laughs> just buckle. Just so we can see the belt buckle. It's the weirdest <laughs> shit on earth to me. It's like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Mm-hmm. You know, I think that we need to take more time to support those that look like us. It reminds me of the, I don't know if you saw the Killer Mike special um, that's on Netflix and stuff like that. The very first episode, he had, he was like, he's going to go three days in which he only buy black owned stuff. Mm-hmm. It was the toughest three days of his life. Really? He had to get a black owned cell phone, right? True. No black people make cars. So he had to get a bike. No, he he had to go on a trip because he had a show. So it wasn't no like hidden slave or something that mm-hmm. made the car and then the white. Well, black people invented the car. Okay. Thomas Ford gets um, credit for grand reproduction, but he okay. did not invent the car. Um, but we don't invent cars now. Mm-hmm. BMW, Mercedes, all that kind of stuff is German. Um, all the cars is made here for GMC, all that kind of stuff. We don't we don't make them. So he had to get a bike. When he was out looking, he ended up sleeping on a park bench because black people don't own no hotels. He went to wow. a black owned restaurant to eat food, order a whole bunch of food, couldn't eat it because the food where it came from is not from a black owned farm. Dang, he was going deep. Going, yes, <laughs> right? So it was one of those things. So he ended up eating at a school where there's a black woman who grows it. He te- she teaches the students how to do agriculture. So he had to go all the way there just to get something to eat. Because that's how disconnected black people are as far as having our own shit. Yeah. <laughs> True. We don't have, we don't own nothing. So because we don't own anything, black people, when, when slavery ended, we had uh, 0.5% wealth in this nation. It's 2019. We have, I think, 0.1% wealth. Wow. We have no wealth in the United States. How do you carry this information in your head? No, a lot. I read a lot, watch a lot, and all that kind of stuff. So with that type of stuff happening, Mm -hmm. where where did we go wrong? And again, I mentioned earlier this Jim Crow thing. Segregation is different from separation. When there was segregation, there were Black-owned businesses. There was Black-owned everything. Mm-hmm. Right, so you can go to a black-owned town and get whatever it is that you needed because we had no choice. When segregation ended, all of the black-owned things ended because black people ran to the white stores to spend all their oh, money. True. So that's where I tell people segregation is wrong. Separation is not a bad thing for it. We have these hoods that we live in, mm-hmm. but they're not black-owned. Yeah, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Like people, are like oh, you know, I live in a, in a black community. That's incorrect. Mm-hmm. You live in a black neighborhood that's owned by everything that's not black. Exactly. True. So that's where the separation is. You know, we don't own anything. That's true. I seen a post and it was saying like, you know, you don't always have to um, sell clothes and stuff. Like buy yourself a corner store. Do this. Do that. Like, yeah, I see it now. So because we don't own shit, we don't have no, no value mm-hmm. as far as because the the value is in owning shit. That's the reason why I say buy a house. Because yeah. if you buy a house, there's value in having a house. There's no value in renting. 
at all. So if that is the case, we have to find out a way to buy more. That's the reason why, you know, they had the, the buy the block movement last year, I believe it was buy the block, buy the block. We have to start buying mm-hmm. physical land in order to produce things that's going to work for us. We can have our clothing lines. We can have our shoe companies. But this is the thing. Black people devalue black things. If a black person created a boot that looked just like the Timberland, people are not going to buy it because they're going to say, oh, that's a fake Tim. Yeah, true. True. We sabotage ourselves. We can literally make the same exact shirt that looks like one of these expensive-ass Gucci shirts that's ugly as hell. And people are going to go, oh, that's a knockoff. It's a black-owned company. you know, And they're selling that shit $260 cheaper than the one that you want to buy. But you want to spend the money on that one all because of the name. Yeah. That's where we're at. That's where we've been at since the 50s. Damn. I just got a history lesson. Yeah, I'm a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I so for me, for me, for a person like Floyd to say, I'm a boy, I'm going to be a boy on yeah. a yacht, and to completely undermine the movement, we all know that black people are still going to buy Gucci. But it helps when people, because oddly enough, we have a nation of people that do follow the leader. Mm-hmm. If you have prominent black people saying that we're not doing this, yes, yeah, then... these rappers and stuff. Yes, yeah. Jay Z said he, he don't drink Ace of Spades. I mean, he, not no, he don't drink Chris. Chris took a hit. I don't drink Chris no more. He said, "What the fuck I look like drinking Chris?" When Chris said some wild shit about black, yeah. people. so he dropped Chris. He said, "What the fuck I look like drinking any other vodka that's not Ciroc when Puffy owns Ciroc." So he only, if he's going to drink clear liquor, he's, he owns do he has ownership in Duce, so he's going to promote Duce, which, which is a cognac. Mm-hmm. Got both fields covered. Knock yourselves out. You don't have to go out and support companies that or businesses that's not like you. I drink Hennessy because it's a little cheap. I can't afford Duce. Damn. Ooh, <laughs> you are too much. You know I'm broke, baby. <laughs> I ain't got it, baby. That's um, what I'm saying. This is the easiest boycott I ever had to do. <laughs> yeah, what? Don't buy Gucci. I don't buy Gucci anyway. You know, fantastic. It works for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as the, the... I just pray Dollar Tree don't do no bullshit. I've seen that post and it's very true. I, I'm going to cry. Like, how? Why would you do that? I absolutely love Dollar Tree, man. That shit gets me through so many. I go to Dollar Tree maybe four times a week. I'm okay. in Dollar Tree. I walk up in that bitch. They go, hey, sweetie, because I'm in there. <laughs> If Dollar Tree ever did some racial shit, I'm like, God damn it. I'm going to be mad. Now I got to go to Family Dollar with everything not a dollar. This is right. bullshit. Be, be in the air. Grabbing yeah. <laughs> a bitch. Looking like Sean Wayne. <laughs> Don't be a menace. I'm just trying to win an actor's uh, award. Listen, this is real shit. This is the world that we live in. Where even to 2019, we can be disrespected to our face, face and people be like, it's okay. Yeah. That's what um, Steve Harvey, I caught a small bit of it. And Steve Harvey basically was telling Monique, like, oh, you ain't, because Monique was basically saying, like, I'm not going to support this. I'm not going to do this, whatever. And he's like, you can't be that out there in public. And my whole thing is, why not? Yeah. Why do you have to change to please these people that don't even like you? Exactly. So that turned me off completely. Can not I... saying anything bad about Steve Harvey because everybody loved him, but no, you know. I'm not with the shit. Ever since he had that meeting with Donald Trump and he said when the president's actually having me, oh you got to meet with him, yeah. I wasn't really fucking with Steve I just Harvey. be seeing through his bullshit, but when he said that to Monique, like, we can't be ourselves out there. Why not? Why like, not? why not? You have to be what we call unapologetically black. Oh. You, you cannot be... You cannot feel sorry mm-hmm. for other people because you are 
unapologetically black. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with saying, I support black people shit. Only black people are forced to share our culture. Yeah. And be, and and because if we don't, we're called racist. Only black people. Period. We have to share hip hop. We have to share our clothes. We have to share our style of dress. We have to share the way that we talk. We have to share every small thing. We invented everything that's in the United States. We invented all this shit. We have to share every single thing. And the moment we say, you know, I'm this and I and I want this, people go, oh, you know, what do you mean? Why can't everybody? Exactly. But when Indian people say this is Indian shit, no one says anything. When Asian people say this is Asian stuff, no one says anything. But when black people say, oh, you know this, and people, oh, but you're being racist. You're being a race vader and you're forcing and mm-hmm. nah, nah, nah. only we are forced to have other people outside of our community tell us. at the culture. <laughs> oh, I like this. Yes. <laughs> tell us what we can and what we cannot mm-hmm. and what we should share and what we can't share. You know, we can't share gun violence <laughs> <laughs> unless it's in a song because you got white people all around the world, you know, back when Bobby Smurda came out, you know, they don't even know what GS9 stand for, <laughs> but you can't tell them they ain't the coolest motherfucker in a, in, a, in a BMW where there's no white people at and they driving down the street listening to Bobby Smurda. They don't know where, what it is, but they can take it. They can mm-hmm. take this part of our culture. Oh man, we can take this part of the culture. Real exactly. Quick. If you watch like hip hop summits and stuff like that, the whole crowd's white. Yeah, yeah, no, I do see that. <laughs> the whole crowd. They in there listening to the music and shit like that, the whole crowd. You know, I watched a clip, Q-Tip and a Q-Tip, of course, from Tribe Called Quest, and another person who's being interviewed by, they dropped an original track by um, DJ Premier that was supposed to be on Nas' album, and they changed it up from the Illmatic album, stuff like that, and they showed a visual of the crowd. The whole crowd's white, listening to hip-hop beats. <laughs> because God. that's what happens, Our what we do in our culture is taken and consumed but the moment we say this is ours, we can't say hip hop is ours no more. Yeah, we can't. Because it's for everybody. <sighs> we can claim it, like, yo, we created it. Yeah, you did. But it's not just yours. And that's no. the same thing with everything. We invented jazz, we invented the blues, we invented rock, we invented RB, and we invented hip hop. And if you ask a person about rock and roll, they think about white people. All the time, yeah. <laughs> I had this one guy, he was shocked, like, no, white people don't listen. I'm like, yeah, no. We created it. <laughs> we created it. <laughs> so we created classical music. We created the whole thing. So it's kind of like, you know, you don't want to, you would like to see people enjoying what you create, mm-hmm. but you don't want to feel like you're forced to, when they start to take it and make it their own, it's like, oh, fam, like, wait, that's that's mine. Seriously, you know? <laughs> that's that's mine. What are you doing, man? So it's one of those things. How we how she mentioned, you know, people like to pick and nitpick, nitpick. and stuff like that. That leads me to my next topic. So we're talking about blackface. We're talking about how you know Jim Crow and stuff like that. While talking about and looking up things on this blackface thing and stuff like that, I came across what they call black fishing. <laughs> For those that don't know what <laughs> black fishing is, it's basically white women are tanning. tanning and putting on makeup to make themselves look darker and more exotic. And they're using that to, you know, be kind of, models yeah, and insta famous <laughs> and all those other kind of stuff. They are pure white people, you know, they look white, but then they bronze their skin up and put all these layers of mm-hmm. makeup on to make themselves look darker so they can get the urban kind of modeling kind of exposure. So they're using black women skin complexion with white women features to try and draw on that crowd. Mm-hmm. 
if you go through the pictures real quick, you may say, oh, she's Spanish or she's just, you know, she's exotic. That's the term yeah. that black people like to use. Mixed. <laughs> yeah, she's that's the term that black people black people like to use the term exotic when you are when you look black but you don't look black. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, crazy to me. So they look exotic. So because they look exotic, they are getting modeling deals and people are rushing to take pictures and all this other kind of stuff. For me again. Everybody want to be black until it's time to be black. Uh-huh. You can wipe that shit off and then go and do whatever it is that you're exactly. doing and then scream, oh, this guy did this and the police will go tackle that black guy. Meanwhile, you have been blackfishing on your social media. For real. The first time I seen it, I was actually shocked. <laughs> I Like, what is wrong with y'all? I never had a problem with, you know, white girls getting braids and stuff like that. But I feel like the problem becomes when um, these magazine companies and stuff like, oh my God, Kim Kardashian just created the fucking braid rope or some shit. Like they'll say some <laughs> wild fucking name and yeah. be like, it's a box braid. Like yeah. what are you talking about? That's when it becomes a problem because now y'all just trying to reinvent something that black people have been doing. Yeah. Now y'all trying to make it hip and cool, whatever. And, and that's where, you know, we always talk about culture uh, appropriation and stuff like that. And it comes from things like that, you know. Mm-hmm. I know you love the Kardashians. I know you love Kim. You know, I me, mean, I'm not the biggest fan of them. Mm-hmm. Only because of that very sad thing. And this yeah. is the thing. They are just a product of their surroundings. They yeah. themselves never said, oh, I invented this yeah. style. But I feel like they also should say, you know, tell these magazines, like, no, yeah. it's called this. It's that. I got it from this. Like, they should do that. But it ain't happening. They don't. <laughs> and they play up on these features and stuff like that to draw, to have a look and, you know, you know, they don't got a problem with the plastic surgery. They don't get the butt injections or wear mm-hmm. butt pads to make the ass look fatter. They're going to get the lip fillers and stuff like that. Even if they don't get the injections, they're going to do things to make their lips look plumper. They're going to draw on the features that are blackish. This is one girl I saw. She really pushed the Nicki Minaj look to the T. Dead ass <laughs> serious. I'm dead. I'm telling you, when we get all I'm going to let you, you know, if you want yeah. to now, you could type that shit in blackfishing. She looked, she really pushed the Nicki Minaj look. And for me, that's just nuts because they'll steal your entire look. Mm-hmm. And if they steal your entire look, you know, accuse you of like, not necessarily accuse you, but take the the, the credit, credit. of. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's that, just That's crazy. the girl that I've seen. Yeah. Her. And I was just like, I seen this picture. I'm just like, well, yeah. I thought she was Spanish or something. Exactly. You would never be able to guess mm-hmm. it. Blackfishing is... The biggest form of disrespect to black women. It is. I know some people say the you know uh, what is it? Um, what is how did how's the term go? Um, damn, I can't think of it. This happens when you get your memory <laughs> drop. Um, what is it? In, not impersonating. Um, imitation. Imitating is the biggest form of uh, flattery. Flattery. Yeah. Uh, we not flattered at all. Not flattered because we black women are called ghetto for the look. For the look, for anything that a black woman does is like with me, it's like, okay, a black woman, if she has an attitude, she's this, she's bitch, oh my God, that's so unattractive. A Spanish woman have an attitude, oh my God, my girl, she wanna stab me. And I'm just like, bruh. Yeah, she's like, fiery, she that's that yeah. Latin, Latin flair. And it's just like, bruh, but black women, if they say something, it's an issue. Like, oh no, she got an attitude, she too this, she too that. Anybody else do it, it's fine. It's, it's oh my God. God. Like, yes, you're you know strong. You're a leader. Like, no. I put up a post by Godfrey in which he was talking about that type of stuff. And he said, you know, if you ever notice every other race when they're doing different things that imitate mm-hmm. black women. And it's very true. You know, black women, just like black men, they provide the world with flair and style. 
which is why everyone imitates it and they want a piece yeah. of it, but no one wants to actually be it. Mm-hmm. So the black fishing shit is just not a compliment at all. At all. It's beyond disrespectful because what ends up happening is these companies will hire this person that looks like this as black fishing, but won't hire an actual black woman exactly. to do the same exact thing that is natural and looks the exact same way. Exactly. So for me, it's just, I'm not with the shit personally. I think that, yes, I'm pouring another drink. <laughs> I ran out of my water. <laughs> I think that it's beyond disrespectful. And I think that some shit is not okay. And it should be addressed to make people understand that this is not exactly. okay. I seen on Twitter a white woman. She checked some guy because he's like, you know what? You thick, but you're not black or whatever. And she's like, look, don't come at me with any of y'all come at me with this. I don't want none of that. And I kind of do the same thing because I'm light skinned. So guys would be like, yeah, I don't like darker women. And I'm like, well, I don't like you. Yeah, no, I, I'm not no fucking prize to be one or anything like that. You can't like my sis. I can't like you. Like, fuck out of my face with that. I'm, I'm really <laughs> like that like that that's a complete turn off some girls get gassed up like yeah them black bitches blah, blah, blah. like so you black too definitely like calm that shit down <laughs> <laughs> i hate it i hate it um i'm gonna be right back because we're gonna keep this one going for a little bit longer um because i'm not done He's not i'm not done i just poured me another drink i'm not done just yet okay this is a henny chronicles podcast Trey Lace Sweatpants Poppy. And Miss Nita. Miss Nita. We'll be right back because this shit has got to stop. <laughs> Moving just a there we go. The Henny Hooker Chronicles podcast, Sweatpants Poppy. And Miss Nita. We're talking about blackface and black fishing. I just got a great conversation from one of my followers, um, Harley. She came in and she gave her perspective, you know, about being a person who grew up in a predominantly black and Hispanic neighborhood. And she dressed a certain way and she does a certain thing based on, you know, that's how she grew up. So she wears her nails a certain type of way. She wears certain clothes and designers and stuff like that as a part of, you know, just her day-to-day because, you know, you're inspired by your surroundings. Very, yeah. very true. Um, her and Ms. Nita went back and forth basically agreeing on, it's not necessarily about her wearing it. It's about the idea of starting it. Like the, the Kardashians take mm-hmm. a lot of credit for certain shit, even though it's not. Mm-hmm. And they should shit. speak up and say it's not their shit. Exactly. They should speak up and say it's not their shit. I'm going to give an example on the opposite end of black fishing because this dude definitely wasn't black fishing because, you know, he wasn't changing his skin complexion to look darker. But if my if for my people that's listening, you know, went to college with me and stuff like that, you know, we had a dude that went to our school. We call him Jeezy. His name is Justin. <laughs> <laughs> and he is white. He's white. He's white. Mm-hmm. There's nothing he can do about being white. He's white. But he grew up in South Jersey. And where he grew up at, he had all black friends. And, you know, he would listen to motherfucking state property to the end of time. Like, he's his, he did not necessarily, in my eyes, yeah. even from college and I'm talking years later, stuff like that, he was just a representation of his surroundings. Yeah. So here is a white guy, six plus in height he had tattoos 
everywhere. Tatted up his whole entire body. He had a Sunni big ass beard. He had um, he would braid his hair and wear do rags and stuff like that. And amongst the black community on campus, most of us had zero problems with him because we knew that it was more so authentic. He wasn't acting. Yeah, acting. He wasn't being fake about who he was. You know what I'm saying? He didn't grow up listening to whatever it is that white people listen to. No shade. Um, NSYNC? Yeah, that type of stuff. You know, even though I listen to NSYNC because, you know, Gone was dope. (laughs) Uh, But um, he didn't really grow up listening to that. He grew up in a neighborhood where, again, like I said, he was nine times out of ten the only white person in a group of all black people. And when you first see him and stuff like that, like, oh, here you go, this this white guy acting black. But then when you start talking to him, getting to know him, like, no, he really... This is really who he is. It's different when there's a guy or a woman that comes from that area that is born and raised in that area mm-hmm. where they're around black people all day and you're going to be doing black people shit. You know what I'm saying? He could probably champ a mouth faster than anybody. Just simple black people shit. Um, when you see that as authentic, you kind of leave it alone. You know, yeah. I know this is going to sound funny to say some white people get a pass. Um I feel like my family gets a pass. <laughs> my aunts and my uncle, they grew up in this neighborhood, in Orange or whatever. So they do a lot of things that people consider that white people don't do. Like they discipline their kids. And they're oh. like, oh, you know, people are like, oh, white people don't discipline their kids. And I'm like, where? <laughs> and I, it took me time to learn that because I'm like. Because yeah, white people get the kids on timeout. Yeah, and I'm just like, what was a timeout? I got fucked up. What are you talking? <laughs> like, my aunt used to come upstairs like, you said what to your mother? And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, but it's it definitely where you grow up at or whatever. And the issue I have now, though, my son, he's basically like in a white neighborhood. So mm-hmm. it's the opposite. And people are like, yo, your son talks white. And I'm like, he talks proper. He's black. Like, black people can be proper. What are you talking about? He talks white. Does white mean proper? Yeah. I hate that. Yeah, that's, so, that's one of the bullshit stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Nothing destroys the black community more than us feeling that we have to live up to the stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Black people are the only people that get joked on for growing up with both parents. I've never seen this shit in my life. Like, nigga, you grew up with your mom and your dad. Like, so I don't understand the struggle of being black because I grew up with both my parents. Only us. Mm-hmm. We only do it to ourselves. Oh, you talk proper, you talk like that's bullshit. Um, it means it means absolutely nothing, you know. It's about your experience. And there's nothing wrong with, you know, talking. And pronouncing your words and exactly. getting all of it out. You know, you ain't got to talk like this, you know what I'm saying? That's for what? Mind you, my son talks proper <laughs> because he's in speech therapy. So it's just like... <laughs> you got to get it going. You know, for for us with the... Again, like I mentioned, with black fishing, black fishing is different than a white person who grew up in a black neighborhood mm. and they just take on to the culture that's around them because you are, I don't give a shit what nobody say, you are a product of your environment. That is scientifically proven. If you take a person and you put them in an environment and you show them a certain lifestyle their entire life, that's who they're going to replicate Exactly. as they get older. Now, of course, they will deviate from certain things. You know, if you put a person surrounded by killers, it doesn't mean that they're going to be a killer. But if you put a person and say, this is the way people dress, you want to run in style with the way that they dress. If you put a person in a situation where this is the way that people talk, that's how they're going to talk. Everybody, people from Patterson know we say, we used to say, we, word bond God, that is a Patterson term. Word bond God, that's what we used to say. Everybody around you say word bond God. The same way people from South Jersey say John. You know, it's the same yeah. thing. Where you're from has a huge impression mm-hmm. on you and you just replicate what you see and what you're around. True. So to the white people out there in the world, 
that grow up in predominantly urban areas and stuff like that. And their friends are black, their friends are Hispanic, you know, and they just kind of fit in and mellow in and stuff like that. This black fishing topic has nothing to do with you. Exactly. It, it, this one goes completely over your head. This is for people who are exploiting black. Mm-hmm. If you are exploiting black, there is a problem um, because you're going out your way to be something that you know nothing about outside of what you see on social media. And for a person like me, it's all bullshit. Like the white girl that was wearing the buy Felicia shirt. <laughs> I'm Felicia. And I'm like, sis. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's truly, it's, it's, it's disrespectful and we don't appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? You know, a person, like, you know, everyone's favorite you know, white rapper is Eminem, right? He grew up in Eight Mile. We know mm-hmm. the whole story and we see the whole thing. And when he raps the way he raps and he talks the way he talks, no one goes, oh, he's acting black mm-hmm. because he gets a pass because of where he is from. But some of these cats is faking. A lot of them. And when you see a person that's faking, man or woman, you call bullshit when you see it. Like I mentioned before, it's all about being authentic. And if you're not going to be authentic, if you're not really about it or you're not really from it, you know, what's the point? You know, and it don't take long. You know, I, I'm going to tell you, man, I, I had this kid. <laughs> we Black people are very influential and it don't take long for your person to switch up. We had this kid that went to my high school for two years, his junior and senior year. He's a white boy. He is Jewish. And he came out for the football team. We nicknamed him Pookie. We gave him a black nickname because we said, you're going to be out here black people and give you an old school black nickname. So we named him Pookie, right? Yeah. <laughs> and by the end of his senior year, he was out there hill towing and dancing and doing all the shit that we did. Had a low cut with the Caesar and shit like that. It's kind of, it kind of takes you into that when you're around people. Now, pretty, when he showed up, he had the short, you know, white people haircut with the little long hair right here. And kind of when he showed up, that's what he did. Well, by the time he left, low cuts, sharp shape ups, he dressed a certain way. That's kind of what it was because that's how you influence the people around you. And no one's mad at that. Yeah. You know, we still can't say nigga, but, you know, we're not mad at the. Room. I don't understand why white people want to say that so bad. Like, why can't we say it? Like, bro, just let us have it. Let us have the word. We we transform that word. <laughs> Let us keep it. You know, it's very funny because I've heard. I remember when I used to, you know, work as an Uber and Lyft driver, yo, and this was funny as hell. White people really call each other nigga. They do. They really, really do. It's the weirdest shit ever to me. They dead ass. They're serious about. It. They call each other nigga. I had a white girl sit in my car. It was like three or four of them. We was coming from a party. She sat in my front seat. Her friend sat in the back. And, you know, she was drinking. They, it was like a jersey party. It was funny as hell because all of them was wearing, like, jerseys and stuff like that. Very themed. But it was a very nice neighborhood. So I know they come for money. She gets in my car, and she's spilling her heart out because she's drunk. And she's da-da-da-da. And I've been talking to this guy. And da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And we're talking stuff like that. She was like, so what should I say? What should I approach him? Like, you know, like, what should I say? Like, you know, like, like I want you to be my nigga. Oh, my God. I would have died. The white boy in the back said, no, I don't think you should say that. <laughs> I would have died. I would have passed out. What? When she said it, I was looking at her like, no, nah, I don't think that's the approach you want to go for. No. Don't think don't that's what you want to say. I could have easily been an angry black guy. What do you mean you're saying it? Like, you know, for me, it was like the 
and I know this is going to sound crazy. The only time I've ever heard a woman, a white woman say nigga so comfortably is when she was having sex with a black guy. Other than that, I've never really heard. Wait, why was she? Fuck me harder, nigga. Um, anywho. But wait, wait, wait. <laughs> a funny thing. My mom hates that word. Yeah. And she's like, Anita, don't say the N word. And I'm like, mommy, I'm black. I can say it. It's okay. <laughs> and you know, that's on nigga, nigga, nigga. Yeah. I used to always play it just to get on her nerves. <laughs> <laughs> not funny, not funny. But, <laughs> but it's it's one of those situations. Like it's it's dead serious. White people use it, and they they feel so comfortable amongst each other. You have to understand, black people are a minority in this country. So we make up about twenty something million percent. Of, twenty some is like twenty something million of us. Uh, might be a little bit more. Twenty seven mm-hmm. to thirty million of us in the United States. It's two hundred and sixty something, two hundred seventy something million white people in the United States. There are parts of the United States that have not seen a black person in decades. I'm pretty sure them white people out there, every single popular Drake song, mm-hmm. every single popular this song that got the N-word and they ain't holding that shit back because of respect of us. They're like, man, I ain't seen a black person ever in my life. Who I'm offending? I'm but pretty wait, sure they say it. How do you feel about Spanish people saying nigga? I have a mixed emotion about it. I do too. I have a mixed, the only reason why I have a mixed emotion about it is because there are a lot of people of Latin descent that don't identify the Afro side of their culture. Mm-hmm. So if a person looks at me and they go, oh, I'm Afro-Latina, I'm Afro-Latino, I'm peace with it. Mm-hmm. It's when a person go, oh, no, I'm not black. 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 And every like, other nigga. word is, yo, what's up, nigga? Yo, chill, my nigga. Yo, what's going yeah, on, my nigga? Yeah, yeah. It's like, fam, you, you, don't, you don't claim it. So if you don't claim it, you... And I know we got our politically correct people far, far in the back in the corner with an irritated face saying, no one should say it. You shouldn't use the word anyway. I'm, I'm going to tell you some real shit. People are going to use the word regardless. No one gives a fuck about not using it, okay? And, oh, no, there's no such thing as a, as a positive nigger, nigga, no matter how you say it. It's not, yeah. we, we understand. We get it. We get it. It's the same thing when girls call each other bitch. Like, you know, bitch. Like, it's, it's different. <laughs> we, we, fuck, we fucking get it. We get it, Okay. People are going to say it regardless. I'm not. I'm never politically correct. I make a strong point on not being politically mm-hmm. correct, which is why I piss a lot of people off. But people are going to use the word regardless. If you are of Latin descent and you are Afro-Latino, Afro-Latina, and you claim it, I don't care. Yeah, I it's, have it's my best like, friend. Oh, like, she's okay. Spanish. So like when we talk, she's like, yo, my nigga. Da, da, da. Like, and I never thought anything of it because, you know, yeah. whatever. But then my friend was in the car with me and she heard her saying and she looked at me like, what? And I, nah, she could say it. Like she, she could say it. She, her skin is white, but she's fucking Puerto Rican. Like, yeah. <laughs> and she claimed that shit. Like she don't be like, oh no, I don't have no black in me. Da, da, da. Yeah, How I tell every very fair skinned um, person of Latin descent, you ain't got all that ass because you white. That ass <laughs> you hauling around, that ass you hauling around is has nothing to do with the Spaniard side of your past. That is black people shit. For me, it's a cultural thing. So it's like if you accept the culture, like Latin culture, especially all the good fun shit of Latin culture, is African. Um, it has an African descent from it. Mm-hmm. Salsa is an African love dance. The drums that you hear in salsa, merengue, bachata, and stuff like that, the different instruments, stuff like that, is all of black culture. The colors that they wear, the very vibrant, colorful things, mm-hmm. patterns, stuff like that, that is of African descent. So your culture, your way, the way of dress, the way of uh, dance, the music, even the food, because anywhere that you see a fucking banana is of African descent. So your plantains, plantains, stuff like that, is of African descent. 
So, but you'd have all these things that replicate, and people go, oh, I just don't want to disrespect the other side. I'm not telling you to disrespect the other side. Yeah. I'm not telling you not to claim all aspects of your family tree and your history, but mm-hmm. I'm saying don't denounce that part either. Yeah. Don't go out your way to go, oh, I'm not black, because you are very black. There's mm-hmm. people, the funniest shit ever is when a black, when a Spanish person is documenting, go, oh, no, I'm not black. It's like, fam, we are, look at you. How? We look the same. Melanin does not lie. It's mm-hmm. in you. And if it's in you, it is it, clear history that you are black. But, you know, yeah. everybody don't want to fuck with. No, I had to explain to my mom or whatever, because, you know, she's, I have to always say that she's white. But she's like, you always just say, I'm black, I'm black. And I'm just like, mommy, because, I mean, you might be like, yeah, neither you have white. But when I walk outside, they're going to be like, yeah, they're going to be like, oh, she's black. Like, and, and for me, <laughs> I tell people all the time to drop the idea of race because mm-hmm. it's, made, it's made up. The idea of race itself, I believe, was not created until the 1930s or 40s. The idea of race. Why are you so smart? (laughs) (laughs) The idea of race, meaning up until until that time, you was your nationality. So where you came from is what you was. If your family came from Italy, you was Italian. If your family came from Ireland, you were Irish. Any if Russia, you're Russian. Poland, you're Poland. It wasn't until that time frame where everybody who's fair-skinned that came from European became white. Mm-hmm. The term, I'm older than the term of, of African-American. People need to understand that. Yeah. The term African-American wasn't created until 1988. Really? I was born in 84. I'm for, before, before 1988, I was considered a Negro. I need people to kind of put it in that yeah, understanding. Yeah. Dates, and this is the reason why history and dates is very important. So if you know that about yourself, then a lot of shit gets cut out. I tell people to generate based off melanin. I don't got time for a person to be telling me, oh, I'm this, I'm that, I'm this. Your cultural background is perfectly fine with me. But as far as your ethnicity, which you're made up of, you are black. You can claim your culture. Oh, I'm Puerto Rican. Oh, I'm Cuban. Oh, I'm Brazilian. Oh, I'm Dominican. Oh, I'm this. Oh, I'm that. That's perfectly fine with me. But you have to identify the melanin that's flown to your body. So when people say black people are the minority, if you say who's melanated, who's not melanated, we outnumber everybody by a long shot. Mm. But until you get to that point, it doesn't matter. A lot of people is always going to say, you're going to look at a person and go, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm Brazilian. You're black. Mm-hmm. Brazil has a second population, has the second largest population of Africans outside of Africa. There's a very good chance that you are black. The only time that they had an influx of white people is when they open up the border to depopulate, to to change the population growth. So because South America and Brazil in particular had a huge influence of African culture, they opened up the borders and allowed Europeans to move into Brazil to alter the dynamic of- My brain is pulsing. (laughs) To alter the dynamic of race and color. Mm -hmm. So because you were taught so long that being black was wrong, you instantly start to, there there are people in- and Cuba, back when um, Asada Secura went there, she told them to draw pictures of themselves. And they drew pictures of um, babies with light skin and blonde hair, even though the whole entire class was dark skin. Wow. Because they had such an ideal of what to be white. Mm-hmm. So even here in the, today's population, my boy put up that's 37,000 non-Hispanics. They, we, Patterson, I want to say in the 2017 census, said that the population was, uh, what was the number? I can't even think of the top of my head. It was a large number. Saying I think it was like 40-something percent Caucasian. There's nowhere near that many white people that live there. But what they do is when the census come around, if they are of Latin descent, they just put white. Wow. Because it's better to be white than to be black based on... The system. So 
I know it's a lot of information. <laughs> He's so freaking smart. Like my head right now is just like dum dum dum. <laughs> so that's kind of how this type of shit goes. So if you have an understanding of race, ethnicity, culture, because they're all different, then it allows you to separate certain things to, mm-hmm. for yourself. Like me, I view myself by my melanin. I'm black. Oh, you're African American. I'm black. But you're African American. African American. When I was born, I was a Negro. Uh, it, it didn't exist. I am black. People go, well, why would you identify yourself with a with a with a color? Because that color is identifiable around the world. Some people would say, oh, you're African. The tough part about me is because as much as I want to identify, I want to, I want to go to Africa so bad because I want to get the information. Yeah. I want to feel the coach. I want to feel it. I want to hear the drums. I want to see the kids dance. I want to eat the food. I want to get it all in because I want to be able to reconnect with my ancestry. Yeah. But I have no true thumbprint on it. Yeah. I don't know what it means to be African. So it's, I feel like it's a disservice to people who are really Nigerian from Kenya, from Nairobi, from Morocco, from all these other places because they are African to the yeah. core. And they come over here and be like, you're not African. I'm African-American. Oh, mm-hmm. you are black descent, but I get it. But for me, I want to I wanna have that connection. A lot of us don't. But that's just my spill. Don't, don't mind me. <laughs> don't well, you, you're just so like, Jesus, where do you put all that information? I could never like bring up dates and stuff like that. <laughs> they started since 1960. Something like that, yes. Census, the Census Bureau is relatively new to history. And they do the census solely for population control. They want to know who stayed where and who lived where so it can, can have a direct control with redlining so that they can keep certain people at certain um, communities. The Census Bureau pretty much popped up after the Civil Rights Movement or during the time mm-hmm. of the Civil Rights Movement because they wanted to be able to see where the black strength was coming from. The black strength was coming from the family household. So what they did was after King died in the 1970s, they defused the black household by creating welfare and by creating um, housing projects in which men wasn't allowed to live with their families. Yeah. So it's, it's a part of that history, um, which is another history lesson in all in this. <laughs> so <laughs> I could talk all day about this shit. He really can. But that's just kind of how it goes, you know. So to get back to my original grife for the day, fuck Gucci. Fuck him. Fuck this black Not the rapper. Shit. Yeah, I'm going to tell y'all now, I have more respect for Gucci Mane now than I did back when, when I was younger. When I was younger, I was like, yo, who is this? Like, I just could not listen to Gucci. I could not listen to Gucci. I'm hurt. I couldn't listen to Gucci. I couldn't. I couldn't. Unless he was on a feature, I could fuck with some of his features, but I could not just fuck with a straight Gucci song. But now... Like who he is now, the not super high, all this other weird shit, Gucci. I fuck with that Gucci. But as far as the brand itself, fuck, fuck y'all. I'm mm-hmm. not with the shit. Fuck that blackface shit. Fuck you, blackfishes. Out here, the blackfishing community. You're disrespectful to black women and you're taking advantage of today's culture. And black women, you are beautiful. Very. Oh my God. Extremely. I could talk, I could talk all day about how I love y'all. He's a pervert. My God. <laughs> Y'all are amazing. You are God. But that's a whole nother topic for another day. Mm-hmm. All right? We're going to wrap this one up. How you feeling over there? My brain hurts. <laughs> that was just a lot of information to take in. I'm, you know, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I'm not an encyclopedia, but I try to be as knowledgeable as possible. No, you're an encyclopedia. <laughs> what was happening in this year? Well. <laughs> <laughs> to, to all my people out there, man, take pride in it, man. Be... 
submerge yourself into your community. And I don't just mean like, like really submerge yourself in your community. Buy and purchase land. Mm-hmm. Support those that are around you. You know, stop going to your friends looking for discounts on shit when they start their own things up. Support them the way you support everybody else. It's very important. The reason why we don't have brands that can compete with a Gucci is because someone tried to put it out in the 1990s and people said, no, nah, that's a knockoff and they didn't fuck with it. And that's the reason why we don't stand long in these adventures when we're trying to do big business, okay? We feel like it's only good once we get stamped by some rapper stuff like that. We need to stamp it neighborhood by neighborhood. Promote it individually. My friend has a clothing line. I'm going to fuck with it. My friend's selling food. I'm going to fuck with it. My friend's selling candles, selling body butter, selling lotions. I'm going to fuck with it. Oh, they got a little jewelry thing. I'm going to fuck with it. Fuck with those that fuck with you. Promote Mm -hmm. those around you that look like you that's just trying to improve the living situation. Preach. Facts like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Henny Hoover Chronicles podcast. The voice trailer is Sweatpants Poppy. And Miss Nita. And we're going to check in with y'all next week. You already know.